He is a man on a mission. With a mandate to raise generational leaders. Called to set in order the things that are out of order. And to bring leadership development, human capacity building, and wealth creation to all. Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton Wood from the House of Judah, the Leadership Factory, raising generational leaders, impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton Wood. Worship offering. You know, the, 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 um, 10% is just the tithe. And then he says, you have robbed me in tithes and offerings. Write this down. Number, number, let me not even talk about the third one. Let me go to the fourth. Because you, before you stink, it's because I'm looking for your money. Let's talk about sacrificial offering. Sacrificial offering. See, there are different kinds of offerings. And the point is, what you are looking for is what you determine what you give. Are you there? See, listen, if you, listen, listen, sit up. This one, you need to put on your seatbelt to be able to catch it. Brace. If you spend more on yourself than on God, you don't love God. If you spend more on yourself than on God, on the kingdom, your love for God is not complete. You know why? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might, with all thy strength. If you love God, if you prioritize God, you give more to God's, the things of God, than yourself. If your wig costs more, your hair costs more, your salon that you visited, you spend more on that than on your tithe and your offering. Bishop is not popular today. Are you there? Sacrificial giving. <laughs> this one is a dangerous one. See? For God so loved the world that he did what? Listen, listen. For God so loved the world he what? <laughs> For God so loved the world that he what? What is the proof of love? Mm. How can you say you love God and you are not a giver or struggling with giving or get upset with giving? It happens across many churches. So this is not an isolated case. And also remember that whenever we are preaching, we are, our calling is to nations. Many people are watching now and many people watch on KICCT. We are called to teach these things across the nations of the earth. Are you with me? Sacrificial giving. God so loved the world that he gave. So, if you, the next thing that happens after you say you love God <laughs> is giving. This clapping is not coming properly for you today. <laughs> like I said, my stew is already ready. I just have to put the rice on, that's all. So, <laughs> it's not because I'm hungry. Listen. Yesterday I was listening to, this whole week we had Shiloh, my spiritual father's uh, annual conference, and uh, he was telling the people, my heart's desire is to pour everything that I have in me into you. 
I want to see everything that is working for me to work inside you and you do further. Do, see, listen, listen. Until we come to a place as a church where my pastors, my ministers, my associates, my deacons, my church workers, my members can give like I give and go beyond. My job is not finished. 25 years of a church's existence. There are certain things that we should have seen in our members by now. It's a tragedy. Great tragedy. Great tragedy. One of the most disappointing days in my life was last week Sunday. I've been very, very, um, what's the word? Um, very thoughtful throughout the whole of this week. Very, very deeply thoughtful. You can't invest 25 years in people. And at your 25th anniversary celebration, they don't show up. Or don't give. As they should. Lockdown or no lockdown. You plan before the lockdown. You know 25th anniversary is coming. You have been blessed. You got married here. You got children here. You got your job here. You got promotion here. You got immigration status here. You are who you are by the grace of God through this ministry. And many other things God has done. You have been preserved through COVID, through this church, through God, through prayers. You get daily updates, encouragements, teaching every day from your pastor. And your 25th anniversary, you don't show up physically or online or don't so or thank God or be grateful. No. I'd like to announce to you that we cannot carry on this way. We cannot carry on what? This way. Now, I'm speaking the heart of God. If I am grieved, then that's God is grieved. Because everything that has been done for us is God who has done it. And it's to him that we must come and say what? Thank you. <laughs> If you can't show up on your 25th anniversary or send a seed or whatever, either you didn't plan for it, it's not on your mind, you're giving COVID as an excuse, lack of planning, one thing or the other, but it boils down to lack of priority. Giving sacrificially. When God wanted to inherit billions of people on the planet, guess what he did? Listen, gave his only son. There should be nothing that you cannot give God if you really love God. <laughs> now, I have to say what I, I, have to, I, I say there. You, you, you have to hear that from your pastor's heart. It's very important. I know I'm speaking to millions of people. There are many things happening to many, many pastors during this season. I refuse to be one of those casualties. Yeah, I refuse to be one of those casualties. Something has to switch and something has to change in this house. Shout amen. God's, when Adam fell, immediately God made contingency plans to bring his only son. That is a sacrificial seed. I knew COVID was coming. I knew 25th anniversary was coming. So I invested in bitcoins. God has been so good to this church for 25 years. 
I knew it was coming. Invested in Bitcoin and gave my thousand last week. It's already done, so I'm not boasting. It's already been done. You plan. Are you, do you love God? Do you appreciate what this church has been investing in your life? Those online and those right here. You plan for everything that is important to you. Given sacrificial. Psalm 126. It says, those, when the Lord turned again, please put that up, 126, Psalm 126. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. When the Lord turned, the Lord has turned the captivity. Some of you uh, were threatened with some of your jobs. Some of you were fired. Some of you um, went through all manner of stuff. Immigration-wise, today you are immigration fool. Many things that God has done. You see, that's why God said in Deuteronomy 18, Deuteronomy chapter 8, 17 to 8, it says, When I have brought you into a good land, you are wearing Gucci, Armani, brand name clothes. You are, you are, you are, there's no more scarcity. Things are working for you. I brought you into the good land. He says, remember the Lord thy God, for it is he who gave you the power to get wealth. No, 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 no. Remember the Lord thy God. He said, when I brought you into, have you been brought into a good land? Have you been brought into a good land? Where we came from originally, Africa or the Caribbean, there is no fellow. But some of us are enjoying fellow. Some of us have not lost our job. We are still getting the same amount of money that God has paid us. He said, when I bring you into the good land, remember the Lord thy God, for it is he. It's not my connections. It's he who gave you the power to get wealth. He gave you the power. We need to be very mindful of these things. Nobody needs to beg us to appreciate God. Nobody needs to beg us to appreciate our churches. Nobody, anyone watching from other churches, no one needs to beg you to appreciate God or appreciate your pastor or appreciate your church. Somebody needs to tell you this. Psalm 126. Did you see Psalm 126? When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Let's take verse 2. Go ahead. Then I was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Guess what? God has put laughter upon many mouths. Singing upon many tongues. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done what? See, listen to what they said after God had done great things. They said the Lord has what? They acknowledged that God has done what? Great things for them. They acknowledged it. They acknowledged it. They acknowledged it. Verse 3, the Lord has done great things for us, whereof we are what? Glad. Number 4, turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Now I want you to watch verse 5 and 6. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. There are times when God will ask you to sow seeds that are in tears. That's why it is called sacrificial offerings. Everybody shout a better amen. amen. They that sow in tears shall reap. There are times when God will sow. We have tithe. We have offerings. We have sacrificial offerings. That's number three. 
They that go forth weeping, bearing, watch this. Please look at the trend. Let me close with this one and continue next week. He that goes forth and weeping. You are going forth weeping. What do they have in their hand? What do they have in their hand? Bearing precious seed shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing their sheaves or their harvest with them. They are weeping. They are carrying precious seed that they are bringing to God's house as a sacrificial seed to thank God for turning again their captivity. But it says they shall return with the harvest. Look at your neighbor and say, you are missing out on your harvest. Yeah, you are, some, some of us are just tithing. That is, that is if we tithe. Some of us are what? <laughs> tithing, that is what? If we tithe, tithing is the foundation. Then you have worship offering, free will offering. Then we have what? Sacrificial offering. Listen. It will cost you something. Listen. It's a costly thing to serve God. Where God will look at you and say, give me your, Ab- give me your Isaac. That is a sacrificial seed. Now, how can God ask you for your Isaac when you can't even give a, a general, <laughs> a worship offering or free will offering? Or probably think that the church or the churches are cheating us. Pastors don't understand that we are in COVID. <laughs> I guess God doesn't understand. And everything that I'm teaching you now are things that I do. And I've been doing it for 20 years. God blesses people to bless his house. If you are not blessing God's house, after God has blessed you and the house has blessed you, it's a sign of ingratitude. Amen. It's very, uh, very rampant in this service today. You have no idea how I fought for one whole week. My wife looked at me yesterday and said, are you all right? I said something to her. Just so she doesn't get some way. Let's close with Second Samuel 24, 24 to 25. When pastors pour their all into people, God is the one who rewards, but at least they expect that people will show human gratitude faithfulness, loyalty, consistency, as they are consistent to them in blessing them daily. The singles program that I do on Wednesday, I'm not single, so I don't need it. Pastor's man, I'm a pastor. Kingdom thinkers, I already think. Warfare prayer, I pray. Everything that we do, pastors do on platforms is to bless and increase and enlarge people to Expand God's house and expand his kingdom. Is an amen coming? So, one of the things that was said in Haggai that I forgot to mention, God said, you have been building your sealed houses. Then listen to what he said. Consider your ways. Yeah. Preachers are commanded to preach messages like this once in a while when it is needed. He said, consider your ways. You consider. Consider your ways. Whether you're doing things the way you're supposed to do it, or you're not doing things the way you're supposed to do it. This is not an amen, amen. It's a a thinking, meditating, contemplating, change and switch of attitude and behavior and actions message. If you come to church and you don't hear anything that makes you change some things that you are doing, you shouldn't have come in the first place. And one of the things you must understand is 
Whether we do what we have to do or don't do, God will still build his house. Deliverance will arise from somewhere. Just that those people will not be part of it. I'm very, very financially self-sufficient. So I'm, I'm not asking for money for me. I'm telling you, let's build God's house. How can our church be in arrears in rent when we are all being blessed? How is that possible? How do we choose? Some choose to give, some choose not to give, some choose to tithe, some choose not to tithe, and call themselves members of the church. After they are being prayed for and things are getting better and better. Second Samuel 24, 24 to 25. Let's close with that one. There are times when God will ask you, do something that will cost you something. Second Samuel 24, 24 to 25. He says, and the king said to Arona, nay, but I will surely buy it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings. Watch this. Neither will I offer what? let's finish with this please let's finish with this you need to get this neither will I offer burnt offerings neither will I offer what offering now burnt offerings are offerings that are burnt so you can't go back and take it when you are giving to God make sure it's burnt it's not something you are thinking of I need my money back (laughs) I love God so I'm sowing this burnt offering they are burnt I'm giving it to God to build God's house Bent offerings unto the Lord my God of that. He says, I will not give bent offerings unto the Lord with what costs me what? Nothing. Sometimes serving God is costly. Are you here with me? So there, it is, it's not even sometimes. Serving God is costly. Not everybody wanted to wake up in the morning and come to church, the physical building today, or wake up and sit by their table or their Screen and watch online and be actively involved. Take up your cross and follow him. If we are serving God, let's serve God. If we are not serving him, let's find something else to do. Shout a better amen. Second Samuel 24. Let me finish. Please put it up. And the king said, Nay, but I will surely buy it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer burnt offerings unto the Lord my God of that which does cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. Let me explain this to you. Now, um, David numbered Israel and it offended God. So God decided to kill people in the nation. Then David got to, he asked God, what can I do to pacify God? So he takes this plague of our nation, our family, our business, our careers. And then the prophet said, God said, bring an offering. But this off, you see, there are offerings and there are offerings. You, 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 I, I'm just finding it hard to articulate. General offering is general offering. Free will offering is free will offering. But when you want a turn around in your life, there's an epidemic or pandemic or endemic. Things are just not going the way they should go. You personally. Give God a sacrificial offering, an offering that will cost you something. It's not something your husband tells you to do or your wife tells you to do. Sometimes you don't even consult them because of the gravity of what you are going through. All offerings are not the same. But if pastors can only talk about, cannot, are not allowed to talk about tithe or can't talk about tithe, 
and can't talk about offering, then they can't even talk about sacrificial offering for you, for your story to change. Don't muzzle the mouth of your pastors. Those of you who are watching online across the nations of the earth, make it easy for your pastors to teach you things that will change your life. Don't restrict their movement. Don't, don't do things that prevent them from teaching things that are working for them that you need to change your life. I'm debt free. Without any church's help. Totally debt free. If I was relying on people, I'd still be in debt. The things that I'm do, I'm teaching you is the things that got me out of debt. Sacrificial offering. I'm not a member of winners, but every year, Shiloh sacrifice, they say it's a Shiloh sacrificial offering. So we sow into that ministry. These are things you have to learn to do. But if you can't give, you give tithe of 50 and your offering is two pounds. Which pastor will be encouraged to tell you about sacrificial offering? And then the brokenness continues. The hardship continues. And it can, every seed has its blessing. And then you want to pray to drive away that problem. Prayer does not drive away financial problems. Hallelujah. Is this a hard message? Now you can say it's hard. Don't worry. We, 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 we understand. Yeah. I'm tired of seeing members of our churches working in lack because they won't do what you tell them to do. Today they are up, tomorrow they are down. And they are blaming everybody but themselves. So, in conclusion, don't leave your expectations too high about your expectation of setting gifts from some people. How true she was. How true... (laughs) No wonder God said, they looked unto me <laughs> and were lightened. And their faces were not ashamed. And God did it. And God what? <laughs> there are people who, when they want to leave a church, they withdraw their tithe and their offering from their bank account and payments and things they sow. They wouldn't even tell you they are withdrawing it. Interesting people. Pastor David Oedipo said something to me one day. He said, ministry is about people, but people can be very funny. Very, very, very funny. They can just do some way. See, that's why you must put our trust in God and follow these principles. Yeah. Not all pastors will teach you what I'm teaching you today. Guess what happened when he gave the sacrificial seed? The plague was lifted. Now, I have good news, stroke, maybe bad news for all of us. Ebola, Ebola was a pandemic. AIDS was a pandemic. Um, coronavirus, COVID-19 is a pandemic. This is not the last pandemic we will ever see. Read your Bible, Matthew 24. In the end time, there will be plagues, pandemics. If your faith is not in God... And pandemic can floor you like this. And you won't sow, you won't tithe, you won't give, you won't serve. <laughs> Father, I've delivered what you told me to. Thank God you told me to cook before I came. So nobody says it's because of food that he preached this man. Now, if this was a good word, which I know it was, clap for your own self.
In every seed is a forest, and in every follower is a leader. Leaders are not born, but leaders are raised. Is an insightful book by one of the leading authorities on leadership, Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. People are not disadvantaged; they are just ignorant. Shows you some of the steps and qualitative processes involved in how leaders evolve through nurture and development. Leaders are not born. Millionaires are not born. Wealthy people are not born. They are made. You become what you want to be by the choices you make in life. You are not born rich. I mean, from your mother's womb and your face, rich. System, rich. You may have been born to rich parents, but you were not born rich on your face. You became rich by things you did, or became poor by the things you did or did not do. You see, it's all about choices. Live here and start making some changes. What kind of future do you see? Paint your pictures from the scriptures. Pick your future. What kind of business do you want? Ordinary business, like everybody else, or the one that people travel far and near to look for. Leaders are not born, but leaders are raised. An insightful book by Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. Available in paperback and on Kindle. Please call zero two zero eight six eight nine six zero one zero or visit www.houseofjuda.org.uk and order your copy today.